live from the 93.7 The Ticket Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Lloyd's and Lincoln with former Syracuse Orange and Long Beach State basketball star Ramel Lloyd Sr. and current Nebraska basketball athlete Ramel Lloyd Jr. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Ramel Sr. and Ramel Jr. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Appreciate y'all hanging out with us on a Sunday morning, and it's a special Sunday. Father's Day. Greatly appreciate you giving us time. A couple of things if you want to be a part of what we're doing. Remember, the streaming is up. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter Live, and Allo Channel 951. If you want to be a part of what the conversation, go ahead and jump in uh, on the starter Hammond text line. Uh, do your thing, 402-464-5685. You can text right in, and this is a good one to be heard. Uh, special guest, again, Father's Day edition. I ran into him back when I was with the Utah Jazz flagship, and I was always in the opposing locker room. So I was in the opposing team's locker room. Because they figured you need a brother in Utah, you better you better have somebody in the locker room that that, that they can get through. That's, that's funny. Oh no, it was it was. Hey, look, they wouldn't. They were like, no, 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 no. We can send our people to inside the Jazz locker room, but we need you in there fighting them battles. And I was all, I got the first opposing team's coach first, and then their star player. And there's certain players that you always want to interview because they give it to you real, absolutely, and they keep it simple, and. I think one of the personality traits that I admire most about Kmart is that he's a he's a quiet assassin of the game. Like he knows the game, like he he plays it tough, but he's cerebral. And people think from the physicality standpoint mm-hmm. that, you know what, he's just a great athlete. No, he was smart. He was always in place. Absolutely. He was always in place. So, uh, Rock Lloyd Sr., Rock Lloyd Jr., uh, it's time, gentlemen. Rock? Happy Father's Day. Mel, look, man, I see you over there shaded up today. You know how to do a little something for Father's Day. Right, I see you shaded up. And Kmart can't see it, but y'all went matching tops and bottoms. No, he just trying to be like (laughs) He sold my outfit. Don't, please don't start. You know, you know, let's bring in the all-star. Let's bring in Kmart himself. Canyon, how you doing this morning? Thanks for making time for us. NIL money, money, uh, NIL money must be good, young fella. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking to my agent, got man. Them Louis, <laughs> got them good Louis frames on. Boy, that NIL money coming in, man. Eh? Uh, we start uh, off, off the top over here. Kmart, happy Father's, happy Day, Father's Day, brother. We sure appreciate you on the show today. Same to you, Rock. Let's go through, Let's go through some of the – the long game. Let's tell your story first because you've gone through it and it's a success story mm-hmm. that Kmart doesn't just happen. He's built by a bunch of people in a bunch of circumstance. Kmart, let the folks know. Tell your story and the elevator pitch for how you end up at Cincinnati. We might have lost him. Did it freeze up? Yeah, I'm, I was, can you hear me? There, there, we go. there we go. There we go. Kmart, give yeah, us. I didn't hear the question. Okay, we give me that. Give us the story. Let our fans know the Kmart story. From like, how do you get to Cincinnati? There's a there's an accumulation of people. You went through a whole bunch of stuff to get there. But tell the story of you getting to Cincinnati. 
Long haul. Um, growing up in Dallas, not a lot of success stories. <clears throat> um, coming from Oak Cliff, where I'm from, seen a lot of guys go off to junior college and local schools and end up right back in the neighborhood, like first semester and things like that. So I just vowed to myself, man, if I ever got the opportunity um, to go off to school and do something positive, then that's what I would do. Um, wasn't highly recruited because of the grade, grades aspect back then. Um, if you didn't have your grades, people, I'm saying they just got off for you, you know, so that was um, a little bit of my story, but, but Bob Huggins believed in me. Um, he stayed with me. He believed in my talent. He believed in what he saw. And I graduated Dallas. Um, I graduated high school in 96 in May. And I was in, I was in Cincinnati two weeks after I graduated. Kim, and it, it, several, several things in your story kind of lead mm -hmm. to where we are, where the college game is now, because it, it takes coaches who are willing to match up their personalities with the, with the talent that needs them. How, how, what are the things that Bob Huggins did well with you and around you? What Bob Huggins did, man, speaking of, man, I want to salute Bob Huggins, man, going through a rough time right now in some sense of personal stuff. That's my guy through and through. With with no Bob Huggins, there's no Kenyon Martin. Yes, sir. Um, nothing, nothing more to say about that, man. But but um, he let me be me. Like Bob Huggins let me be me from day one. From the day I stepped on the University of Cincinnati campus to the day I put that uniform on to the last day I took it off. Uh, he let me be me. He didn't try to tame what he had. He didn't try to control. He just coached me. Uh, helped me get better at the game, skill set of basketball. And he uh, helped me become a man. Um, spent four years under him. I learned a lot or and off the floor. Um, but now, man, Bob Huggins is a guy who is he he's not asking you to play hard. He's not asking you to do these things. It's demanded. And I had that from day one, man. And he just allowed me to be me. He coached me hard. And um to let me thrive, man. Um, he had a dog. He didn't try to cage it. So he had a wild animal, man. And yeah. he just let me roam. Yeah, we, I understand that. That's a that's a great analogy. That's what we're talking about, Kenyon. Because last week we did talk a little bit, touching on uh, how college, the college game is so much different um, than the pro game, right? As far as the college coaches have a lot of control over what the outcome is going to be for kids' careers. So the fact yeah. that, you know, Coach Huggins allowed you to be you, allowed you to play how you wanted to play, allowed you to play with that tenacity that you played with, um, how, you know, how important was that? If you would have went somewhere else, right, where they where they tried to change who Kenya Martin was or they wanted to change your game or anything like that, how big of an effect would that have on your career, you think? Oh, it would have probably been detrimental. You probably would have like trying to force me to do things that that at the time in 96 that I physically couldn't do with my game. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't come in right away and be like, I need you to, to be a three point shooter. I, I, I need, I, I, I need you to be a score. Like, no, nah, he didn't do none of that. This is what I need from you. Do that. And the rest going to come. Absolutely. And, and that's what it is, man. And it, and for, for hugs, it wasn't for a lot of co college coaches. It, um, it's about job security. Yeah, yeah. It's about keeping the kids around that you need around that you can depend on, and and he 
he builds those players. He doesn't, I'm saying, necessarily rely, like, it's not a, a given that guy's going to be that. Right. So he's able to pick and choose the guys that, that fits his style of play and style of coaching. Right. So his job security was was based on him, not the players. Not the players. I'm right. saying if that makes sense. Because he, he coached a certain way, he did things a certain way, and he was going to get those guys that fit that instead of bringing guys in that you uh, – well, I need him to stick around. Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to get you here. I'm going to get you good. And I'm going to get you as best you can possibly be. And then whatever comes from it, comes from it. Good. Shout, out, shout out to Coach not playing, Shout out to Coach Yeah, he's not playing politics with kids' future, man. Like, that's, that's the thing about it I loved about him, that he didn't play politics with kids' future. I he told it. you what it was from day one. The man told me when I got there, I'm going to give you a hard time in a pair of tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot has changed since then, huh, huh, uh, Kenyon? Oh man! This, uh, <laughs> this, this, this. Nowadays, it come with a pacifier. Um, Hold on now, can you? <laughs> Hold on now. Hey, listen, man, y'all, baby, man, listen, y'all coddled and baby. I'm saying, not you necessarily, little rock, because I know how your daddy is. I'm saying, I know how your dad no, get no. down. I know the conversations we've had offline. You know, what I'm saying, I know what he's about. But the masses of kids your age and coming in and college and trying to become something greater. They, these people have handicapped the masses of the younger generation with mm. not demanding certain things and letting them take the easy route with situations and not buckling up and going after it. Letting, but, but I know your pops ain't gonna let you allow you to do that young fella. No, so, sir. No, sir. Uh, very, very interesting that you said that, Kenyon. Um, we can go, listen, I, we can go on and on all day uh, talking about Kenyon's career. Uh, I mean, he would eventually been the number one pick in the draft. On and on and on. But today we brought Kenyon on the show uh, to not so much talk about himself. Um, today is Father's Day. Uh, it's a special edition. Uh, I've been I've had the pleasure to be around Kenyon and his family for some time. I've had the pleasure to coach both his sons. Uh, I have rarely see Kenyon without his sons and his family with him when I see him out in the streets. And I just thought that he would be the perfect person uh, to compliment what we're trying to show here on our show with Lloyds and Lloyds, uh, father and son's relationships, especially uh, athletes and basketball players. And we wanted to bring Kenyon on to give us his view of his relationship with his kids you know, how, how much pressure he felt that, you know, how much pressure you felt that maybe was on your kids to be great uh, because you are so great. Um, so let's 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 touch on that a little bit, Kenyon. Um, tell us a little bit about h- how you trained your kids, if you did train them when you were when they were younger and what kind of you know, what kind of approach did you take towards them as being their superstar dad to everyone else, but just dad to them. Uh, and, and their upbringing, upbringing, and becoming young athletes and young men. Yeah, first of all, like I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't have one growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad was absent. You know, um, I, I was raised by a single mother household, man. So, shout out to my mother for for doing a hell of a job. Like this day is my 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 mother gets to celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day. Shout out, moms. Salute. You know what I'm saying so. 
I vowed from day one, before I even had my first child, before KJ was ever born, man, I vowed that I was going to be a better dad than him, no matter what the situation was, no matter how many I was able to have, if any, I vowed to always be a better dad than him, first and foremost. Um, but now, nah, man, it's important to me. Um, being a father, being a, a present father is important to me. I'm a father of six, um, have three boys and three girls. Um, <clears throat> so now it's very, it's very important for me to show them something different than I had. And especially for them, um, the boys as well. You know what I'm saying? The girls, they're going to get it, but to be raising young men, um, and to try to instill values and morals and things that you grew up trying to, trying to get yourself and to be able to imprint that on your young men. Um, I, it was, it, it was a challenge, but I was up for it and me learning things on the fly from other parents, other fathers around asking questions, seeing things good, bad, or indifferent, just implementing in my everyday fatherhood, man. Um, showing my girls that something positive in a man, showing them what a real man could be, opening doors, loving on their mother, all that kind of stuff, man, was important to me. Yeah, so it's it's like for me, it's 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 a task that that's that I've that I've embraced. Yes, sir. And and you seeing me around, Lord, like you said, man, um, Sirak, you see me around, man. I got the kids, got the wife, <laughs> going the to games, going here. Yeah, man, nah, because that's that's important to me. Like yesterday, Cameron had a game yesterday. I took my five year old to the game with me. He's not really into the game, but but I it's putting that time in and that quality time that's important. And I've been seeing you from day one since I moved out here. You've always been there and been that presence. You know what I'm saying? So you look at things like that and you pick up from people around you. Yes, and you try to surround yourself with positive people that's doing the same thing, man. And I think I've done that over the years. And but now man, my family is me being a father is my my greatest accomplishment, I think. That's outstanding. Um, outstanding. Yeah, man. Yeah, just being able to see them, see them grow and, and being able to put your your imprint on their lives in a positive way. Um, like I, I, I smile daily, man. Um, my kids give me life. They um, they keep me young, vibrant. So now I'm I'm excited about this day, man. I'm excited every day about being a father um, because it's like I said, it's something that I didn't have as a kid, and I cherish it very dearly. Outstanding, outstanding stuff to, today on Father's Day. This is why I wanted to bring Kenyon on. As DP said earlier, uh, Kenyon is going to give it to you how it is. <laughs> he, he ain't going to hold nothing back. He's going to tell you the truth. Uh, and, and we, you know, we just, uh, we, we just blessed to have you here today on Father's Day. Yes, sir. And I appreciate you having me on, man. This, this is, this is the day that a lot, a lot of dads don't get the credit that they deserve. A lot of things get looked over. But I'm here to tell all the fathers, man, keep it up. All the all the real ones, all the present ones, keep up the good work, man. It's much needed, and you all appreciate it. Cameron, let me ask, are, are, what what about fathership and, and your version of fathership surprises you about you? Like, what's the thing you're most proud of? Just the just seeing the 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 different personalities in them, and being able to lead them in the, whatever direction they're trying to go. Like it wasn't going to be said that KJ was going to play in the NBA, but that's what he wanted. Uh, my daughter never picked up a basketball. She's in the modeling and fashion and school and 
So it's it's the different personalities, man, being able to to guide them in whatever that field is, man. I think is the biggest joy and and just seeing them thrive, man. Just seeing like it's it's being able to walk seeing them walk across the graduation state. I've had two graduate from high school already. My daughter just got an associate degree in college. Just seeing them walk across that stage and their and their or in their respective field be successful so far you know so that's that's the biggest thing man and having them having me to lean on for whatever i'm saying it all it ain't always financially it's being able to sit down and talk and give them some of the things that i that i picked up over the years good bad by my childhood things that i did things that i've seen things that i wish i had and just just the conversations, man, and they have great children um, across the board, man. They have, have six beautiful children. Man. I don't want to bury the lead. You you made the comment, and you brought up, <laughs> you brought up your mom, and yeah, it doesn't like the power. I'm I'm a member of that club, right? That that my father wasn't around. My mom went through a whole lot to make sure the little we had was enough. But what's the thing most you, that you admire most about your mom and that makes you the dad you are? Her strength. Strength in being able to overcome adversity, man. Um, childhood wasn't the easiest. My mom never owned a car. Hmm. We never owned a house. We used to have to catch the city bus to go buy groceries. Hmm. So for me to be able to put my mom in a situation to buy her her first car, her first house. Like that's, can't put, can't put a feeling or anything on that. No, cause she deserved it. Um, a lot of things went on in my childhood, man. Um, a lot of things that could have easily went left, like easily went left, but had her in my corner, no matter what was going on in her life, she was always tried to be as strong as possible for me. Um, and my sister, but yeah, but just her strength, man. She's a strong black woman. Um, she could have easily f- folded a long time ago. Could have folded the tent, man. Shout out to moms again. Yeah, yeah, um, man. She she's the fighter in the family. Like my people, like my intensity and my like, I get that from her. <laughs> like, we, so, we, like we athleticism know, and all that came from my dad. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like my dad, athletic and all that. He played ball when he was younger, all that. That's great. I appreciate the gift that he gave me when right. on his way out. You know what I'm saying? But like my strength and my my tenacity and the my my makeup and my my language that I use, that's all my that's all Lydia. You know what I'm saying? Like that's me being around her and seeing her talk to grown men crazy. <laughs> 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 K Mart, it's it, it's good. Before we get into this first break, I, I I need to ask this. I knew the story of you coming through, and everybody says if K Mart didn't play NBA, he'd have been an NFLer for sure. Is there truth to the fact that you were you were a madman on the football field? Yeah, I, I was just <laughs> yeah. aggressive, man. Like I didn't know no other way to play anything. <laughs> like I played tight end and defensive end, man. And on defense, you come around at end, and Lord knows what was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just didn't have. I, I didn't know no other way to be, man. It was my environment that I grew up in. It forced you to be a certain way, it forced a certain type of aggression out of you, and it just 
it trans took place in in sport. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't be a certain way um, in my neighborhood in my projects growing up. Or you, it's that old saying, man. Um, it's either eat or be eaten. Yeah. And I, I yeah, you had to adjust and become a. I'm saying you got to become a wolf amongst wolves. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, that's deep. That yeah, I, it, I've, I've heard the stories, uh, and it was usually other NBA cats, and they said, "Listen, you watch Kmart play basketball. He's just a football player running amok." <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, looking for contact, like, not, like like really out there, like seeking out contact, like not avoiding it, not shying away from it, and, and initiating most of it. Like that was, I, I, that's what it was, man. Oh. I didn't. It wasn't going back down to deviate from it. No, whatsoever. No, good stuff for the first segment. We'll throw it a break here. Uh, Lloyd's in Lincoln. Kmart joins us for Father's Day. Don't go anywhere. We're right back to ninety-three-seven. The ticket.